you guys! Oh my god! Oh my god, you guys! Tonight, on Monday Night Raw, they're gonna say... Shit. They're gonna say shit on television? You can't say shit on television. It was just on the news. People are freaking out, dude. Holy f***ing shit. You're completely full of shit. Wow. Whoa. I can't believe they actually said it. Last night, the Daring and Bold Show, Monday Night Raw, broke new ground by saying shit on television. In other news, a strange virus which causes victims to vomit up their intestines is making life shitty. God bless the uh, COVID era UFC for giving us clean, usable Bruce Buffer. It's good times. No crowd noise or Modelo brewed for a fighting spirit in between. None of that shit. Yes. <sighs> I concur. Well, I liked it. <laughs> You're a nerd. Yeah, but soon there'll be Fight Island fits. Soon there will be five that's not happened yet Jesus no uh, next week I think or is the week uh, the 11th so it's the week after next uh, or no next weekend yeah next weekend did you see the video of them constructing the island to get no. it to suit the octagon is on the beach lads it is on the goddamn beach is now that I, the octagon for the event or is that like a training octagon that's what I want it to be and I think it is so he did call it out himself Dana so I'm hoping it is a case. Very full of shit. Yes, he is a promoter after all. So yeah, that's what that is. Their native tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a wasted opportunity if it isn't on the island. What a great visual that's going to be. But anyway, we need fight pit on the island. Be grand. Oh yeah. I want fight pit island. I want fight pit island, and I want to see only Larkin and Tim Thatcher put on forty minute fight pit matches. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking laugh of a match. I loved it. Oh, it was great. Um, yeah, Meltzer wasn't as big a fan of it, and in this what this one suits the classic. If it happened in the Tokyo Dome, because <laughs> uh, he only gave it three stars or something. The only Just, thing I could criticize it for was it was too short. Yeah, I'd love to have got another ten minutes on that one. Oh god, yeah, but they I couldn't have or they would be dead because they beat I, I the piss know. out of each other. I loved it, the slapping and the, oh man, it was great fun. Yeah, no, I, we're, we're, we're already into our coverage. 3. I see. 5. Yeah, <laughs> three point five. Yeah, there was somebody. Somebody put a thing up earlier with comparing the Great American Bash and uh, what you call it, uh, Fighter Fest thing. Let's see, can I pull it up here? Uh, John Draper, that's who put it up. Hold on. Well, he quote tweeted it. Let me see. Oh, this thing with Twitter, you know, if you haven't looked at anyone's page in a while, you have to fucking scroll for ages to get back to the top of it. It's really strange. Uh, nope. I don't know why. No? I, I, I have the scores up if you want them, by the way. Yeah, I, I got them there now as well. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Jurassic Express uh, versus MJF and Wardlaw is 4.25. Ford and Sheeta, 4.25. Cody Hager, 4. Sorry, Ford and Sheeta, 4. Cody Hager for uh, LA, or LAX Ortiz and Santana and Private Party 3.5 Best Friends Omega Page 3.75 and then American Bash 
2.75 for the women's match. Uh, Larkin Thatcher, 3.5. Really odd. Aaliyah and Stone versus Ripley, one star. <laughs> it's like, that's generous. That is oh, generous. man. Uh, Loomis and Strong, only 1.5. I was surprised there. It was very low. And Banks and Sh- uh, New York Shirai, 3.75. That Ooh, one's a shocker. 1.7. for Loomis and Strong is... That's a bit shitty. I'd love to see his notes on that one to see why he gave it yeah. so low. Strange. There has to be news. Oh, Nick, you put stuff in, didn't you? Oh, yeah. There's nothing you could think of. There's, there's very little going on outside. So Joe Coffey is suspended and some refs in NXT UK have been uh, released also. We didn't even take the time to research their names. So we don't care. <laughs> Scumbags got fired or suspended or whatever. Good times. The only big news is uh, Kyrie Sane. Hmm. that hmm. she is going back to Japan. The story was originally she was going to be an ambassador for WWE Japan, which or NXT Japan, whatever they're calling it, which obviously uh, hasn't panned out like all of their global expansions due to the old Sky Aids. So um, she's just going back to Japan and that's it. She's finished up. There, She's going to be at the tapings and there's stories saying that she's going to be put out with a career-ending angle. So another match with Nia Jax. Nia Jax, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You say angle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it might very well be career out of injury. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Lay it in, Nia. Um, that's sad now. She's one of the better ones. I know she's always wanted to go back. So maybe it was just a case where she wasn't happy over here anymore. I know she just got married recently as well. So mm. I don't think that would fly into anyone's decision making if, if they weren't happy where they currently were and they're newly married husband is not in the same country then that's a fair old understanding ah yeah um, but it's strange that it's a career ending angle is what the way it was described not, not, not a injury back, like, yeah. yeah well is there such a thing as a career ending injury when you've got the likes of Edge coming back true but yeah I'm sure she might come back for like Royal Rumbles and stuff like that maybe because she only has to fly in for a week or whatever and that, let that be that um, but the story was she's going to wrestle for another year in Japan, mm. and then call it a day. Mm. I might yeah. want to start. Might want to start family. You know, that's the other thing. True. So, that's sad. Um, didn't do a whole. Oh, 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 oh. A libation, puff of all. Delayed reaction, but it worked. <laughs> as I was waiting, we were both paying chicken, but we opened our can first. All right. <laughs> Um, ah, yeah, and that's all of the news for this week because yeah. <laughs> I literally can't think of anything else. The yeah, only other uh, stuff week, that but... came up was the deferred coverage. So, WWE announced that they're pushing back the go live date for their real life return to crowd attended shows, so they've pushed that back. But that was kind of a season. it's not really news per se, it's more well, duh, they're clearly not going to bring in fucking fans right now. Mm. Yeah, look what happened the last time they did it. Yeah. Twenty odd people got the coronavirus, and yeah. it affected another company. <laughs> Looking through oh other God. notes, I can see here from Fightful they gave an update on Shayna Baszler this week uh, to say that there is no latest with Shayna Baszler. She's not hurt or injured, Fuck and from hell. what they're told, she doesn't have COVID. She's just simply not being booked. Uh, she was working directly oh. with Paul Heyman on much of her run but hasn't been used at all since beating Natalia in a submission match almost two months ago on Raw. And they weren't given a reason why she's not being used anymore. Uh, I just don't get it. She's fucking no. brilliant. 
the only thing is, and I'm going to give you know a, a huge portion of assumption here, and you know credit that WWE definitely do not deserve, but it's something that they haven't done properly in a long time. But if you want to build up someone, sometimes the best thing is to not have them on TV. You know, let let the crowd go cold on them, and I know absence makes the crowd grow fonder. Exactly, you know, it's the opposite of the Charlotte effect, I suppose. You know, how can you like Charlotte when she's on every single show every single time? If Shane is not on the show for two months, for example, then everyone should be asking, "Where's Poochie?" or "Where's Shayna?" <laughs> you know, Where that's Poochie. It's something that they don't do and they haven't done for a long time, and it's something that they kind of locked into a couple of times in the last few months. Um, even had Ricochet kind of having that feeling this week when he returned to Raw after a couple of months off do you know what's so, funny I'm glad you mentioned that because they announced a Ricochet 365 to happen yep. this weekend and I was like wouldn't it be funny if he just appeared on Raw and did nothing and sure enough <laughs> he's just there to get beat up it was like the incredible year of Ricochet you're like yeah it was incredible alright fucking incredible how you just completely botched this guy how do yeah. you not have so now you know he doesn't have the biggest personality but how do you not have wrestling matches with Ricochet in them on Raw when you've words. got three fucking hours to fill I don't, I don't get it words yep so you've got Shayna Baszler and Ricochet basically doing nothing mm-hmm. they would be top stars anywhere else in the world do you know yep. it, it's so strange and if you so probably strange. look at the rosters across both kind of brands Raw and SmackDown you could probably pick out another three or four easily that you'd say geez they're criminally underutilized or not featured at all the likes of um, even a Cesaro to a degree. I know he's kind of in a tag team title picture. Uh, they've been doing nothing with Cesaro for years. He's well underutilized. Mm. Nikki's favorite wrestler, Shorty G, who's been criminally <laughs> underutilized. I love Shorty G. It's the fucking name. <laughs> His name is Chad Gable. <laughs> yes. Uh, Cedric Alexander on Raw has been ricocheted, for mm. want of a better term. I know they're a tag team, but you could go down the rosters of both brands and you could say, Jesus, how are these people not being used better and then you realise it's Vince McMahon it's always it's been Vince McMahon Cesaro and I wouldn't mind Cesaro is a you know big, big personality he's a funny guy he's a good heel he's a good baby mm. face why wouldn't you NXT imagine the difference Cesaro could make in NXT oh god yeah he'd be fantastic there you throw him into that mix with the likes of Tim Thatcher Oni Larkin and you've got a fucking Haas Royal Rumble building right there that's mm-hmm. just going to give many erections to many a New Japan wrestling fan. Exactly. Yeah, Cesaro seems so wasteful. But I guess same with Shinsuke as well. Like, I mean, yeah, just they just have a place where they just leave the people off. They put them in a tag team scene when they don't know what to do with them, and they struggle to get back out of it. Yep. Yeah. All the while, they give all the pushes to Baron Corbin. Yeah. Actually, I don't think there's a better example in recent years of Nakam of them ruining something that's been put on a plate other than Bailey but Bailey's kind of getting there now like she's uh, but Nakamura remember his his Smackdown debut like mm. you were just if you'd never heard of the guy you're like holy shit who is this guy everyone's singing his song they're going crazy to see him the violin player oh it was great now he's in a fucking he's wearing a bin bag in a tag team with Cesaro yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ever since he became the dick assassin and that yeah. mania match with AJ and the subsequent two-month feud where he lost every single time, 
That was, that was many nails in his coffin. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. The, like we, when he did the heel turn first, we thought, okay, this could be interesting, but just like I think the build up for that match made us think that it was going to be better than it was. I don't know whether mm-hmm. to give enough time or what, but that mania match just didn't click. And that's no. since then, obviously Vince soured on him, and once Vince sours on you, yeah, he loves AJ Styles amazingly. He loves AJ Styles. I never thought the, yeah. this was going to be possible. And he probably thought, well, if he can't have a good match with AJ, blah, 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 you yeah. know. Two Trump boys here. Yeah, just trumping it up like a couple of Trumpsters. Mm. Um, White power. No. <laughs> no. Did you, did you not see that uh, video that Trump retweeted? Trump accidentally retweeted oh, the White Power I, video. Oh, my God. Accidentally, I heard about as it. I say in advert comments. Oh. I heard about it, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> it's like... It was about a 40 second clip, right, of old fogies driving golf carts through some sort of uh, gated community in Florida while other old fogies are on the sidewalk giving out to said old fogies in golf cart. The golf cart people were Trumpers, had Trump memorabilia and flags and hats and everything. Uh, they're literally five seconds into the video, one of the old fogies as he drove past in his golf buggy, white power. And like, oh. Yeah. If you had any audio on at all, like you couldn't have missed it. Fucking hell, dear lord. Yeah. I don't know. He's the gift. This is gonna be it's a weird sentence because I know it's only six o'clock in the day, but I have to go close my curtains because it helps with the sound. So I'll be back in a second. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that bollocks, huh? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I turn on the light as well. See so oh. changes. Well, that's that's an amplifier right there. True, it amplifies <laughs> the sound clearly. <laughs> oh man! So did you watch you watched Raw this week anyway, didn't you? I did, yeah. I watched all the wrestling this week. I managed to get AEW and NXT in last night. Damn, son, you wrestled up, son. Mm. I've seen all of the wrestling this week because I've had literally nothing to do. Kira's been at home all week, so ah, that leads to much wrestling for me. Um, we might as well just get into it. So this could be a short show. Could be because I can't think of anything. Else. I've I've literally been scrolling through like our chats yeah. for the last week, and there was nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing. I, I suppose the wrestling world needed a week off because it was yeah. fucking crazy for the last few months. So, although uh, WWE bought Evolve, that came out last night. Is that official? I don't think it's official, but there was. Um, there was a lot of stories about this the last couple of weeks and then at Wrestling Inc. or PW Insider someone confirmed it last night and said that it's going to be happening. So, Well, so I suppose it's the least surprising thing that's ever happened in wrestling. Yeah. Tape Especially library, essentially, with all the people that are on NXT and people that are in AEW because the Bucks were there and uh, Darby Allen and people like that. So. It's affected if they if they were anyway serious about having NXT as the third brand as opposed to the developmental brand. Now you've got a new developmental brand in Evolve. Yeah, it's kind of a rinse repeat kind of scenario with NXT. Makes yeah. sense. Like you can't fault them for it. It's it was probably cheap enough to be fair as well. Yeah, no, because they probably needed something to fill the gap because they've been talking about ICW and progress going on the network for years at this stage mm-hmm. on yeah, a different yeah. tier. That That's not going to happen now. Premium tier is coming, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, any day We're, now. We got the premium tier. That was step one. True. Step True. two, premium tier. Step, step three, three profit. Step four, profit. <laughs> does, does, does anyone even want to watch progress anymore? They should be put out of their misery. 
that's the thing I, if, I think if the same the thing is if it goes up in the network it'll be old progress so you can watch the good stuff back in the yeah. day yeah you can watch Will Ospreay versus uh, Jimmy Havoc on uh, the WWE <laughs> network no no you can't anymore it'll just be Will Ospreay they'll have to just find Ospreay matches where he didn't wrestle any of the fucking weirdos <laughs> ICW is fucked. You can't put that on there. There's, you know, there's just, I don't know. Just fucking buy out the TNA. Did they have? They bought the TNA tape library, didn't they? No, I think just the specific content they required. So I think it was like the Jeff Hardy library. Okay. Maybe the Smojo and some AJ stuff, but I don't. Th- I think they just pick and chose clips that they bought. I don't think they bought the full library. I, don't I thought there so. was a case that they bought everything up to a point, which was like two years ago or something. Yeah, and they they'd, had, have the, they'd have it all the network already, in fairness. Probably, yeah. Because did the older TNA... Because I know Evolve, one of the stories around Evolve was that they all they used real music for entrance music. So mm-hmm. it's going to take them ages to overdub all the entrances ever in Evolve. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I don't know, I don't think TNA ever had that issue. But look at... Or G, have you heard the beef between potential beef I should say between Baron Corbin and Matt Riddle no apparently Corbin is not too enthused about working with Riddle now this is potentially he has to lose between, <laughs> this is potentially a mix between real reporting and uh, a bit of a rib from Corbin so it's hard to know exactly how legitimate it is but the, the rumour I want to put out there in alleged commas is that Riddle hasn't earned his dues or hasn't paid his dues effectively enough for Corbin now stop I, I don't know how much that I'd really believe to be honest with you because as much as a, a douche as Corbin comes across on the screen I think that he's smart enough to see okay some people don't does, don't have to pay enough dues because of the talent and the, the exposure they can bring uh, like it's not like you're fucking throwing insert jobber A here to the main event card straight away you're importing in a legitimate UFC star who has toured the indies for the last five years, made a name for himself, grown exponentially quicker than anyone else in NXT and has more star power than probably Baron Corbin does himself. And supposedly has the backing of Vince McMahon, which you can tell if you, if you didn't believe it, watch the first episode of SmackDown that he was on. They had a fucking celebration for him. (laughs) So they've, they've got plans for Matt Riddle. Yeah, you fucking Thank strap God. a rocker to him. Yeah, like if if anyone else that sort of stuff had come out about that day and then he was still on SmackDown that night, you know. Vince, <laughs> With a celebration. <laughs> With a celebration. Vince is okay. Vince is higher on a tape show they could have well when looking back they couldn't have easily edited him out. They would have had to fill it with Thank You Taker documentary or something again. But um yeah. What that before we get into the Wednesday stuff, what in the sweet baby Jesus was the start of SmackDown last week? the fucking thank you take her clap 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 it was so all oh, the douche chills oh my god <laughs> it's like there's people like Jeff Hardy there you're like he's been wrestling for nearly 30 years and he's clapping there like a goof it's just I know like, my Jeff it was the fact that they had like Bailey and Sasha doing it too and they're supposed to be heels it's like yeah I know, yeah, you're doing okay. Everyone respects Taker Ting, but still, mm. you a bit yeah. of kayfabe. Now, you, you did have Nakamura and Cesaro in the back, and they weren't even clapping or maybe yeah. they were just standing there. <laughs> so they, they kept their, their kind of... I would kind of say that Bailey and Sasha, they're, they're not full heels. They're kind yeah. of that little tweener. Yeah. Like the commentary and stuff, you know. Yeah. 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 You, you want to hate them, but you want to love them as well, like... Uh, you could tell a mile off what was going to happen Corbin was going to be like well let me tell you something I should be getting the blue I was like oh no I'm I'm genuinely worried though 
because there was just so much ribbing from Corbin on Taker that Dude, oh, another match. <laughs> I, I feel Taker's going to come back and do something against Corbin. He is. Absolutely. I, I really, really, I can't stress this enough. I really, really, really do not want to see that. No matter how back, cinematic choke slam. Choke slam yeah. him or pedigree, or pedigree, pile driver, <laughs> tombstone. Pedigree, great. Undertaker mixing up his offense. <laughs> Undertaker 5.0. <laughs> He's going to start spamming people's finishers. I mean, He's you know, needs to reinvent himself again. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Triple H now. Undertaker's retired, but Mark Calloway never retired. <laughs> the, um, listen to the, the list in your boy this week from Fightful, actually. the Jimmy Van was back this week after taking a week off last week. And he effectively kind of gave his two cents on Taker retiring. And he said, that, you know, he doesn't believe it. And that if he is to do one more, it should be at Survivor Series. Absolutely. And it should yeah. be a cinematic match with Sting. I agree. That should be the way. Like, that, that's the match that everyone wanted and they couldn't do it. But this is how they can do it. I, I, I'd i say Sting would jump at the chance of doing this. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Um, you, I, like, I, I mentioned it last week. It's the 30-year anniversary of his debut and it happens to fall on the exact same day. It's 30 years to the day. They have to do something. So they're but not going to nah. Yeah. I, like, forget about it. I don't want them to even be a, a glimmer of hope that there's another Taker match. Even if it is cinematic, cool, fine. Um, but, you know, the clock is ticking on that again because you can't do cinematic matches when the crowds start coming back. And the way America is going... They've, got, they've put stuff, the precedent in there now that these matches can work. Yeah. So... Live crowds and all that... Like, are you going to have 15,000 people in the stadium or in a, an arena just watching the big screen? Now, I know going to a live Monday Night Raw, you're watching the big screen for half the show anyway. <laughs> yeah. With the amount of fucking ads and backstage shit that they do. Oh, but, God. I don't know. Pay-per-view is different. If you have a main event, you don't go back to it and be pissed off. It's fine. True. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. Thanks for coming, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Deliverance don't worry. We've got a surprise for you. Deliverance mentions Eric Taker's funeral. He gets buried and we never see him again. <laughs> Jesus. I like that. And that's the one way you'd be guaranteed he's not going to come back for another match. Yeah. I don't know well, he's been before. buried before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Kane buried the American badass and he came back as short hair Undertaker at the WrestleMania 20? <laughs> they learned their lesson there and he wore wigs ever since. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, look, we might as well get into... Uh, could be one of our shortest ever shows. So we'll get into the Wednesday shows. Um, AEW. How much of it have you seen, Fitz? I'm just about finished the Sheeta match. Uh, so okay. I, I, by the sounds of the Meltzer ratings, I've kind of watched the best part of the show so far. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah, but I will say, like, the, the opening tag match, I was hella entertained by that. The Jungle Boy... But why wasn't the, the, a DQ when Marco Stunt got involved? The only logic matches. The <laughs> only logic I can see to that is that Rick Knox turned around and Marco Stunt was already in the hold of Wardlow, so he didn't see Marco do anything other than get potentially picked up and used as a weapon by Wardlow. Again, I'm clutching very much. Yeah. <laughs> but, but even the commentary team have started like, you know, when Rick Knox is in there, like, oh, he doesn't see much this guy. So it's almost becoming <laughs> canon that Rick yeah. Knox doesn't let the rules or he doesn't apply the rules in matches. So Yeah, yeah I know. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm in agreement. We, we all have that uh, agreement that we, we would want to see the rules implemented better. But I hope that that's where they're going with the storyline with FTR potentially. So we'll put a pin in that. 
So you didn't see the big news item then this week, did you? The Coming out of the show. Taz. The no, I didn't see anything for Taz, no. Go so obviously, as we were saying, they, they taped night one when, uh, Wednesday morning, probably, or I don't know if it was live or not. Maybe it was live, I don't know. Uh, but the second night was taped Thursday night. And obviously we knew that Moxley was exposed to coronavirus, so he couldn't be there. We all knew Moxley wasn't going to be there. So they instead have announced um, that it is in two weeks' time they're going to do Fight, or F- or Fight for the Fallen, with the main event being Mox and Johnny Cage. Bra- hashtag Brian. Oh. I, can't ha- I keep saying Johnny Cage. Everyone <laughs> writing it down, I'm like, fuck. That leads me to um, only asking one question. Are we going to see Bash at the Beach Part 3 because it's too big for just two nights? Probably. <laughs> Will Fight for the Fall and be a two-night spectacular? Like, neither of these events needed... Like, neither of these events needed to be two nights. Like, it, I don't understand. I know it's for tape. It's probably for taping reasons and obviously for rating reasons, but if you got the cards for both nights of both shows and mush them into one, you've got two really top-quality shows there, but I guess it gives, you know, there's not enough time for the matches or whatever, but sure look at um, but yeah, the, Taz took a shot and there was many shots at WWE throughout there the was. night, actually. Um, Cody wore a shirt uh, that said the American Nightmare Cody, but then the Great American Bash logo style. Um, the original MJF, one. The original one, yeah. yeah. Uh, MJF had the thing about saying we're in a ratings war. Yeah, and, that was weird. Yeah, and the other one uh, was Taz during his promo. He said, uh, it was funny because Cage is behind him doing the finger guns and he's shooting. It was quite funny. But he said that we don't keep a sloppy shop around here. Oh, and, you know, that's why. Yeah. That's he was like, he was like, he said, yeah, was like, Moxie's been tested twice at home, both came back negative. And if he had come here, he would have been tested again. Because we do tests, we don't keep a sloppy shop here. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Like Only that. last week we said there aren't enough shots happening lately. We well, we all enjoyed it with the little pettiness. No, and then it started. I think what brought it up was the fact that WWE just announced Great American Bash out of nowhere and then said, "Oh wait, no, it's actually two nights." Shit, we didn't realize. <laughs> and we're like, "It's coming back. The little shots are coming back." So it was good to see AEW firing back there as well. I'm just hoping WWE do the same now. Fire straight back again. Fuck it. Keep it going. This is what the Monday Night Wars were great for. There was always these stupid little bits there and there. And the funny thing... The Huckster. We need more Huckster. Huckster. Where's Billionaire Ted and the Nacho Man? Um, I'm not not going to spoil it, but it's out there. So one of the developmental guys took a picture of of a match and posted it on his Instagram story. So AEW know the results of next week's match. Probably more. There's probably more spoilers out there than just that, but that's the only one I saw. Do they get Tony Giovanni to give away the results at the top of the show? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a that's a seat. <laughs> they should joke about it. At least they, they don't should. actually say it, but yeah, they, I, yeah. I feel like they have to make a joke. And like you they have to. Have to. They even on being the elite or something, they have to make reference yep. to it because it's. I I sent you the message yesterday, essentially going avoid wrestling Twitter for a little while until this blows over. The results from uh, from NXT are out there, but that dude is fucked. Uh, Chris, Chris Jericho's <laughs> Facebook account, which is obviously run by him, retweeted the results or sent oh, out the results. Yeah. Oh no! Um, so that's, that's not good. Oh, definitely. Well, how could you be so stupid? You take a picture, take it for your, your own picture or whatever. There might be mates or whatever you wanted to capture the moment. Don't post it on the fucking internet, yeah. you idiot. I don't know. 
Uh, he was probably hacked. That's what it was. Oh yeah, he'll, 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 he'll cry hacked. He'll just tweet out a picture of his penis later on to confirm it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was hacked. Here's my dick. <laughs> uh, uh, Sheeta and Penelope Ford is probably the best rel- uh, women's match in AEW in a long time. Oh, not so. I was really impressed with it. That was a yeah, really good. It was good. Very, very good. And anytime Penelope's on screen is also a good thing. Okay, <laughs> um, okay, quack, quack. Uh, like Cody, because Penelope Ford has come on in leaps and bounds compared mm-hmm. to when I first saw her wrestle in a match Big against time. Martina. And full fact. Jesus. Mm, mixed tag. Oh God. God. What show was that? Oh, I was Mania weekend two years ago. I can't remember Beyond show. I think it was. Uh, okay, I thought it was one of the OTT shows. I was like, what? no, 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 Penelope no. Ford wasn't over now. God damn it! Great, um, career. great, great career. Jericho on commentary was amazing as always. Uh, oh, yeah. He seems to dwarf the other guys, though. That's the only thing. They can't keep up with him. They just—he's just at one hundred and fifty, and they're at ten. <laughs> you know, it's like the problem though when you when you bring Jericho onto commentary like that with the with the personality that he has, he's going to be fifty percent of everything. And then you've got three guys fighting for the rest of the fifty percent. So, it, you know, it, it it will obviously overshadow. But if he was there with a the two man booth, when he was there with Shivone, even mm. though Shivani wasn't able to keep up with the jokes and you know sometimes giving the punchline away before the joke was told, <laughs> at, at least there was a, a proper balance between the two. But then you throw in Jr. and Excalibur as well. It was just too many. And even that's something I noticed. I'd agree with. It was mm. just you know pick your moments. So if you're going to put Jericho out there, take one of the guys off the booth. I feel the same way about Bailey and Sasha when they come out. Um, it's run its course for me already because it's just noise. At some point, it just becomes noise. Yeah. And it's just constantly shouting over each other and stuff. But, and it's funny, usually if it's a tag match or something, because you know how, whatever it is about WWE announcers, it's clearly a directive. Tag! Tag! You know, they have to say tag every time. Yeah. So Bailey and Sasha are shouting at each other, are shouting at Cole, and he's going, tag! Like, oh, hold on a minute now, roll up, roll up. You know, and it's it's there's so much going on, it's you're assaulted with with audio, but yeah. But what we really need though is more um I, I do love the company, I know it's from a couple of weeks ago, but when they had what was either Sasha or Bailey and then you had um Nikki Cross. Oh yeah, yeah. Nikki Cross in commentary is the best thing ever. The worst <laughs> thing ever. Loved it. Absolutely <laughs> loved it. I think I was on that week when, when that was on. I loved loved that. I laughed the fuck out of that. <laughs> Oh man, what's he doing? I haven't done anything. I don't know why I'm so tired. Because you haven't um, done anything. I've done a full yeah. day's work. I say a full day's work. The entire department is off, so it's a very quiet full day's work. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but I did a day, full day's work. Uh, Orange Cassidy came out and sat at the desk and didn't say or do anything. He just stared at Jericho, which resulted in a water throwing incident, which of course resulted in a pull apart brawl. Who still had the same t-shirt that covered in blood that he had on last week yeah <laughs> uh, what next um, private party what are they called A hard, they're called a hardy party or something is that what they're called them? I can't remember I think someone said that I don't think if that's official that mm. was one of the commentary guys said it I think it could be party hardy that's a better one to be honest it is much but better look at uh, Santana Ortiz against those lads and that was, yeah, that happened. And then they did the water incident at the end. Neat. And then Omega and Hangman uh, defeated the best friends to retain the AEW World titles. I thought that's uh, what you here. Yeah. Now, what was funny, 
I can see the funny side and I can see that like oh this is douchey was the their mo- like Greg Greg um, what's what's because it was because they said Greg why can't I think of his fucking name who are we talking about uh, Barrett Trent Beretta um, his yeah it's like why can't I think of his fucking name yeah because his name is Greg and see you you didn't see it yet his mother drove him, drove them to the ring oh okay so they did this in, you in know like the, the car wagon. yeah <laughs> you know the car section <laughs> so they do the car entrance so I thought that was pretty funny taking the piss out of all the car entrances lately and it was it was his uh, Trent's mother dropped them off to the match and then she called him back for a kiss love it <laughs> <laughs> and they cut the word the crowd during the match as well so she was around <laughs> <laughs> good shit uh, yeah I thought they changed the titles here and then afterwards you had the angle with um, FTR they they came out for the match uh, I know we're spoiling it on you Fitz but sure, oh, what can okay. you do? you're here um, FTR go and sit beside commentary bring, a, bring out a cooler of beers after the match they go down to celebrate and hand a beer to Hangman and Omega um, Omega doesn't drink the beer he pours it over the top rope he doesn't want anything to I do with them drink all the beers oh yeah god yeah and then the Bucks come out and then you have them all a schmoz with Hangman leaning towards FTR that may be because they gave him alcohol though so we don't know <laughs> if that's <laughs> um, um, but the what? Uh, basically yeah Hangman stood on the side of FTR in the pull up in the supposed pull apart type brawl at the end and they announced next week is another tag team title match, Private Party versus um, Omega and Page. What's yeah. the justification for that? Because Private Party won the match earlier in the night. Are they the new number one contenders? Or? I guess. Oh. They were rated you have to have three tag before, matches every week, Fitz. They were rated fifth <laughs> in the rankings before that show, so they've probably gone up a bit now. I don't know. But they mentioned on the show that uh, Sartana and Ortiz are not ranked in the yeah. top five. So that's a strange one. Maybe it was just a late edition. I don't know. I don't even know who the number one contenders are. They were best friends, but weird. Yeah. Weird. Was that a I good match? Know. The Ortiz and Santana one? This is grand. It was grand. I don't remember anything special. No, special about that. Really jumped no. out. I'm uh, always worried with Cyber Party these days because they're a bit botch heavy. Wasn't yeah, I? You were saying the... overly botchy. Like it's. Was it a pre show match or something? That people were saying they had a oh, yeah. really bad showing. Yeah. The last pay per view was, was it the Stampede pay per view? Was that Double or Nothing? Yep. They, or nothing. Um, they had about four fairly amateurish botches in that match. Right. They're, they're green, like it's that's that's the problem with them. Like they're, they're always going to have these things until they get that much bit more experience. But they called it out in the on the commentary as well. But apparently, like private party and uh, Satan Ortiz all come from the same training school, so they would have worked each other a lot. So they're probably pretty familiar mm. with them. Nice, true. Oh, another well, um, Cody, Cody and um, uh, Jake Hager. So Cody retains the title. Um, the finish was good. They had a what did he call was it an armbar or something or triangle hold? So Hager had the triangle hold on. Um, and Cody passes out essentially after he had been put on so it gets turned Cody passes out in the hole but Hager's shoulders are down so Cody wins uh, and it's better it than it sounds it, it, was, me, it yeah. was done yeah. better than what Steve's describing yeah, oh, yeah okay. I'm not describing it very well it was quite good And but then afterwards Cody's music hits and then Hager is celebrating and then he seems confused as to why he lost even though Cody's music was playing so they probably shouldn't have played the music there but 
yeah no it was good I enjoyed it then, okay. then uh, Hager attacked the ref afterwards so that probably yeah. played out the story which one was it uh, I don't know I didn't recognise him he's be been honest. around but he's, he hasn't done much matches I, I recognise him more from the indies I've seen him more oh indie I think I know the guy you're on about yeah. Uh, the storyline is he's been suspended for ten days and 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 fined an undisclosed amount, is what I saw on Twitter yesterday. Okay. That's that's where they need to kind of go with J.K. Or it's the only kind of, you know, he's fairly typecast because he can't play many characters. He needs to be the big hurt. Like that's what he does, and he shouldn't talk much at all. You know, he should be kind of like Brian Cage's the way he's been booked. Hmm. I saw somebody and Taz quote tweeted and give it off to them comparing Taz and Cage to Brock and Paul I don't get that vibe at all well it's, it's a manager it's and it's a big guy yeah a big guy that's yeah. the only reason yeah, I, yeah. I, can see, I can see the ECW guy plus Jack dude <laughs> <laughs> but I never made that link myself until somebody said it I, I never got that vibe from them no but now do you now do you kind of was, was said to you and kind of oh, I, I can see that now it's all I can see, and I see it as a plain <laughs> ripoff. <laughs> um, anything else from the night, Nick, that you remember? Cody worked off very healy despite being the face. Yeah, he's been doing that for the last couple of weeks. If you if you've looked at what he's been doing and saying, um, I think Before. That, like, yeah, there, there's something's brewing there, and I yeah. like it. Yeah, like during the match, like Goldust came down and interfered, and. Uh, they call it Dustin Rhodes came out and interfered and like Aaron stopped a ram into the post by blocking it with his body and stuff it's like Aaron was very interfery mm. as well whereas Hager's wife just kind of stood there and she was yeah. you know, on the heel that, that, that's all she needs to do chef's kiss <laughs> uh, yeah. tell me ask a, I need to ask a question of a, a video package I saw on Dynamite before I, uh, I had to switch it off oh, the, the puppy Here thing puppy battle royal I didn't this wasn't on the copy I legally I, I pay for the fucking thing I don't care I did. I downloaded this one because it was faster uh, I do pay for it so I don't feel guilty And I, uh, but yeah it wasn't on my copy so I don't know it was advertised it. during a commercial break okay. on yeah. TNT uh, so I don't think it was ever a- advertised on the show per se but no, it has yeah. been tweeted out yeah it was on fight because that's where I'm watching it now thanks to okay. Nick's uh, 100% legal stream which it actually is it actually is uh, I just didn't watch it on it <laughs> <laughs> it was full screen it wasn't even picture in picture for me at least anyway but um, I'm curious that's the way I'll describe it I, I was because I was flicking between both shows on the night uh, I'm mostly stuck with AEW just because just to see you know I wanted to pick one or the other um, it, they, I quote tweeted and was like oh I guess this is what's replacing Moxley and Cage next week <laughs> and then sure enough Taz comes out then you're like ah damn it you ruined my joke already you dick <laughs> um, yeah, so that'll be a thing, I guess. Are they going will to happen. jobbers in dog suits and have a battle royal with jobbers? Oh, please dog do! Suits? I didn't even think about that. Do you absolutely no, do that. No, that's what they'll you do. Have, get a giant ninja. They'll just have <laughs> an extended version of that ad. I'd say just yeah. have. It's it's clearly an advertisement for something. So cinematic be dog wrestling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could be onto something here. They're going to be selling fucking. Uh, dog collars or something AEW dog collars and this is yeah I think Nick is onto something it's an ad for something that's yeah that's all it is yeah it's gonna be merch probably puppy bowls literally dog bowls feeding bowls <laughs> with AEW logos on it did you see the dude who got a nightmare family tattoo on his neck 
it, it, it wasn't a proper one or was one of those temporary it's real it's real it's real oh. friends it's real yeah hold on oh boy that, that should um, be I'm gonna send it to you on whatsapp I know this isn't great for uh, audio but if you look it up um, put it in the mixer chat too uh, oh, I just have a picture. I downloaded it because I, I I can't find the original tweets. So I said, I, you know, when tweets just disappear, and yeah. you're like, I'm never finding that again. So I just got the picture. I put it into your uh, into the group chat there. Oh, if you look at the skin, real. it's real. Yeah, yeah. And people were saying, you know, that they do sell the temporary tattoos now and all that, but that's they advertise them on the show. Yeah. And if you look at his um, bigger, if you look at the guy's time. tweet, yeah. His tweet, he, for the days leading up, he kept tagging Cody, being like, hey, I'm going to get the Nightmare Family tattoo. I just want to make sure it's okay with you. So there was time to stop this man from doing this. Like, There was also time to stop Cody doing it as well. Yeah, true. Is it just uh, me or does the top, very top of that look very phallic? Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but yeah, you can see all the discoloration of the skin around it. That is as real as fuck. And they've obviously shaved in around there as well, so yeah, huge mistake. Why like, did you get paid to do it? Uh, I like, don't know. I think they should be paid not to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like I'd like any face or obvious tattoo like that, you'd want to really give a yeah. shit about if you put it on it, like arms, legs, whatever, but chest, whatever. You yeah. can cover anything else up. That's a thing that you're. It's going to be very hard to cover up. As in these times as well get invested in polo necks yeah <laughs> but in, in these times of uh, the way America is at the moment I'm not sure I would like to be as a white guy walking around with a big American flag on my neck <laughs> as you know Jordan says in the chat that dude should be on some sort of register yeah well I think maybe if you are going to get your neck or face tattooed you should probably have to go see a doctor first this should be like a regulation going is this guy cool like what the fuck is wrong with this guy it's kind of like how you know women in Ireland have to go to see a doctor before they want an abortion it's like no you should go see a doctor before you get a neck tattoo yeah Jesus that went dark <laughs> I'm okay with that Whoa, uh, a libation puff of all ooh that's the stuff uh, NXT then the opening match was quite good. The elimination fatal four-way. Uh, Tegan Knox beat uh, Dakota Kai, Miyim and Candice LeRae. I enjoyed it. I felt it was a little botchy towards the start of it. Uh, the end of it, like when I just got to, down to Dakota and Tegan, I thought it was very, very good. But I think they, yeah. when they were all in there, it was a little bit all over the place. Is it well, me or is Miyim quite slow with her movements? Not in a, not in a bad way, but it's just her nature is not to be like as quick as obviously some of the, the other stars in the match I never noticed it before now but yeah I was going to say the same the, the, the double dive spot I noticed yeah, it. that was pretty slow yeah maybe she was giving them time to get back up maybe she checked and saw that they hadn't stood up so I've noticed time, this before it's, 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 oh, okay. it's her style but I, how do you tell someone to be faster like it's it's a weird kind of criticism to have because she <laughs> yeah. is so good maybe she just kind of needs to focus on the other style of wrestling rather than you know trying to be that dives part. and shit yeah I'm surprised she, she gave it to Tegan she has been wrestling 11 years as well though so mm-hmm. you, you know knee, knee injuries and shit yeah I'm surprised oh, we, 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 we're only talking about the negative here this was actually really yeah, good yeah really, really enjoyed it, it. Yeah, yeah. I, thought it was okay. I thought it was good I, I don't know if I'd go better than good I, I was surprised Candace was put out so quickly and so easily. Mm. Uh, I know they're building that up to uh, to the next match, which is understandable. So you, 
I can justify that somewhat. Um, Tegan was a weird choice for me. I don't know out of the four. I, don't, I think she would have been my least likely to win. I, I felt it was going to be Dakota Kai. I said it before the whole thing started. It seemed like it was mm-hmm. going to be Dakota Kai. Let's face it, EO is basically a face now, uh, despite yeah. never having yeah. a face turn. Um, so I just felt it made sense for the heel to go against her. I didn't think they give it to Candice because she's on, in a separate feud. But I, I don't mind Tegan because Tegan hasn't had a proper chance to show off what she can do. Yeah, in a one-on-one match, bar the one mm. she had with Dakota Guy, the street fight one. Uh, so you, I feel like a good, really good match with EO could be a really breakout performance for Tegan. Did you know uh, it was Tegan in the corner to, to to Dakota? She caught her ass into face. That oh, boom. Yeah. Or... <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's Tegan. It, it'll build another kind of star there for them. It'll separate Tegan from the pack. So I'm, I, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I'm only worried slightly that it's Tegan's going to be fodder for EO you know like how yeah. Dolph is fodder for Drew and, and on Raw so it's it, I'm kind of worried madness Dolph <laughs> has a cr- he's got a shot here you know like, <laughs> imagine if he won now we'd be like what the <laughs> fuck I'm going to look like a genius is what I'm going to look like <laughs> so, and that's why I'm kind of worried and that's why I didn't think it would be Tegan because you know I, I felt she was a bit more of a protected asset that you know they're they're looking to build something around her, and I think that a clean loss to EO, which is probably what's going to happen, is it in her uh, best interest to, to take that? If it's a good performance, it's fine. Yeah, like if, if it's a great match, I, it, it, you can still she can lose and not lose any momentum or any. It'll be put her over more, so it'll be fine. But Dakota they Kai kind of will fun. screw her out of the match anyway. Yeah, there's going to be a run in or something, and they'll get that. They're going to keep that story going. That was the flip side as well. I don't understand why they gave Tegan a second consecutive win over Dakota as well. It's just that seemed a bit odd. But they that, didn't 50 50. What? What? But I was even surprised that Tegan won the first one. But that's that's no, but the reason she won this one is because she didn't have uh, Jake Gonzalez by her side. <laughs> can't believe Jake Gonzalez is having a career resurgence in NXT. <laughs> But then following on from this, then we have Mia Yim and Candice LeRae in a street fight next week, which after they had a brawl backstage later. Was that, that HBK breaking them up? No, that was uh, Sky Too Hotty. Oh. Interesting. I must have missed that part. I might have gone to the Jacks or something. But... There was a backstage yeah. promo with, who was it? And it cut away quickly. Oh, Johnny. That's who it was. Yeah. Gargano. It was Gargano and uh, Candice, but Candice wandered off. Yeah, oh, I missed that totally. Anyway, so there you go. Uh, you Damien Priest then he's challenging Cameron Grimes to a rematch, which I assume he wins. Seven shades yeah. of shithead. <laughs> then we had the match of the year contender Timothy Thatcher and Oni Larkin. I love God, match. I love this. Oh, so so much fun. <laughs> Oni Larkin is great fun. Uh, they just beat the piss out of each other. The slaps, I mentioned the slaps and the chops and then the, the holes and the transitions and ah, oh, fucking great stuff. That's that smile, I, the smile on Timmy Thatcher's face at the end was the most uh, charisma I've seen come out of that man ever. <laughs> it's true. The, uh, like just, before, the only thing I can criticize as far as I wanted more of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're just kind of really kind of getting into the thick of it and you're kind of edging under the edge of your seat and you're like, yeah, fucking hit him harder and then it, it ends and you're like, oh, I want him more. Gotta save something for the fight pit. No. <laughs> Steve, there's not going to be another fight pit. There's going to be a fight they pit. They this. said it's going to be a staple of NXT. They are going to use it again. Don't piss on my cornflakes. There's going to be a fight pit. They fight pit too. They prison match because they had it. They'll use this. <laughs> yeah. 
like I'm surprised we haven't had another kennel from Hell Match, only because they were having yeah. to reuse the cage and Hell in a Cell in different ways. They're like, fine, we don't need to reuse it. With like, the big dog as well. How has there not been a kennel from Hell Match? <laughs> Good lord. If they really kind of want to, to milk this feud, they should do a best of five or a best of seven and kind mm. of have it one up every single week until they have a, an unreal and unnatural blowout. That's, that's too many fight pit matches. I don't want to see six <laughs> consecutive fight pit matches. I'm going to space them out. You can't put them all back to back on the one show, although that would do gangbuster ratings. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Just six fight pit matches back to back. Right, you've got a two minute break and then you're back in the fight pit. Love it. <laughs> well, we're recording all six weeks today. <laughs> yeah. You have to paint their skin by the end of it so that all the red marks go away. Uh, yeah, so Thatcher wins. Um, ah, it was great. Good showing for Oni as well. Made him look like a badass. Mm-hmm. His Twitter game is phenomenal. See, he lost his verified checkmark because he changed his name. <laughs> yes. so, so someone replied in full caps, Oni, oh no, you've changed your name and lost your blue checkmark. He just goes, oops. <laughs> 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 so it happened to, uh, the replies then are like, don't worry about it, just throw them up. Um, but yeah, it happened to Kevin Owens before as well. well if you, yeah, back, if you change so. your username when you're uh, verified, it just removes that. And he was verified as Star Destroyer. So Star Destroyer, yeah, yeah. And they, they lost it. Ah, yes. And then you had Rhea Ripley defeating Aaliyah and Robert Abort. Stone in a two-on-one handicap Abort. match. Abort. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's as bad as one star. There no. was some value one to it. One star is generous. One star is... I was actually quite impressed with Aaliyah in it, which is oh my odd. God. Because... How did they do this? Not yeah like it was granted like sometimes these shows can be very serious so at least there was a bit of comedy in there I guess but yeah this Robert Stone's one. first appearance in a ring in WWE yeah apparently he had a jobber match in the mid 2000s or something so it was like officially his first match in there in like 14 years or something ridiculous but the uh, only yeah, first, that was his first match out of this entire feud between these three has been Robert Stone and I don't think that was necessarily the, the the only intention of it. Like the people were talking about Rhea and Charlotte potentially main eventing WrestleMania this year. Now, I didn't think it was ever going to be there, but people did think that that was a potential thing it to happen. Also, probably the best match on WrestleMania this year. Yeah, I'd probably put it in the conversation of best actual wrestling match. On I think it was. Yeah, I'd agree. That's a very fair comment. But then you look and say, okay, we're two, three months down the line and you have Rhea doing this. Yeah. Now, the story, do you remember Sean Rossap was talking about it as well, saying uh, that Triple H had said on a call that the booking of Charlotte will make sense in two or three months. Yep. You're like, well, it didn't. No. Like, Rhea's Lisa loves Rhea Ripley. And, like, she has been kind of paid attention for the last few hours because I've been watching mm-hmm. it times so she isn't around. So she saw, she watched, happened to watch this week and she's like, what are they oh, doing no. to her? <laughs> <laughs> What a bad week to pick! Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I looked, it made, I, did make her look like a badass, I guess. But, yeah, but still, yeah, I'm like, reaching there. But I've been critical of Rhea saying that she's somewhat green and she needs a little bit more something to her. But Jesus Christ, this is this is punishment level of um, fucking booking right now. I'll take you back to Survivor Series weekend. Then compare it now. Oh. She, she won the War Games match. She beat the piss out of people. I remember specifically. Didn't she? 
power slam someone into a finishing move or I can't remember she killed everyone in the War Games match and then um, showed up at Survivor Series was on the winning team at Survivor Series yeah. showed up on Raw the next night I think as well there was a whole stretch of like it's a the week Rumble. there Rhea Ripley yeah. yeah Rhea Ripley was just a massive star and then she hit the old John Cena I mean Charlotte wall <laughs> you know like, just seeing a lot of parallels between Charlotte and, and the yeah. worst of John Cena at the moment and which isn't yeah. a bad thing like I, I was one and Notice. I think a few of us were here that were kind of calling for Charlotte to win that because we could apply some booking logic to it but they they took the decision to put Charlotte over and then John Cena'd everyone mm-hmm. you know they could easily have made that decision have Charlotte take the belt and booked out a creative win for everybody but and she didn't even take the loss as we knew that she yeah. wouldn't as soon as that was announced as a triple threat for the NXT title I was like well Charlotte's not going to be involved in the pin yeah you know, it's like yeah like if, if they had to just change that to have EO pin Charlotte it would Charlotte, have changed yeah. Yeah. so much yeah. Yeah, well, Charlotte's gone now anyway <laughs> fucking whatever she's gone like, like, yeah, oh. yeah. No, she's uh, not, she's just, Charlotte did say herself that she's only going to be gone for a matter of weeks rather than months but the, the unofficial rumour is that it's, she's gone for a until potentially the end of the year but it all depends on when uh, the, the money Summer call comes in from Big Vince I'd say I said she'd be more than likely yeah um, then you had Loomis and Roderick Strong in a strap match Dave Meltzer also did not like oh, this he did not. he's by. not a fan of this one I, I thought this was good I, 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 I just thought good. Loomis I think he's yeah he's fucking great yeah, so good you yeah. got two serial killers on the show now. <laughs> but Dexter Loomis, I think, could kill Karrion Cross if he tried to. Just with a look. <laughs> I'd be the same. Um, I, I enjoy this as well. Um I'd love to see, that's why I said I'd love to see I'd love to see Dave's notes on this why he didn't like it because to mm. be fair to Dave, when he doesn't like something, he'll explain why he didn't like it. So I do want to see what the, the situation was there. Um it was a bit goofy, I suppose. That's probably the only kind of criticism that you could put on it. Maybe too goofy. But that lent into the story that they were trying to tell. So yeah, I like the story of that, you know. Roderick Strong's mm. been trapped in the fucking or getting nightmares about being yeah. stuck. Fucking boot. Now the only thing I would now done, he's attached to is the guy he's afraid of. Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah. Now, the only thing I would have done differently here was after the match that um Loomis won was to pick up Roddy that he tapped out or put to sleep and put him in the trunk of the car that was there. That would have been kind of a nice little touch back to um the takeover match just mm. but that's only a, a, an icing on the cake scenario that was that was still a good cake cake is always good mm. jordan put a thing in the chat a few minutes ago and i missed it did you see nagato and suzuki from a week ago yes. week or two ago two old bastards slapping the shit out of each other yeah. i need to seek that out it's i think <laughs> it's either night one or night two of um new japan of new cup. japan world cup the World Cup, New Japan Cup. Um, I like the sound yeah. of that. It's a wonder group. I can't remember which. Uh, but yeah, I, I've seen it. It's very, 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 very okay. good. Big meaty old men. Big old men slapping meat. I love it. I'm going to seek that one out then tonight, probably. Kira's going for drinks with the girls. So. <sighs> yeah. Going to get the COVID. Yowie, wowie. I'm going to get the COVID. Ah, the COVID's gone now. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah. It's perfect now. All clear. Oh, man. I went down towards Tesco today. Holy fuck, that car park is heaving. Mm. It's like Christmas week down there. Yep. That's like, oh, into Tesco, out of Tesco, gone. I'm not looking or touching at anything. This is, something's, I don't know. 
something is gonna it's maybe it'll just be in Dublin the spike mask. yeah I have a I have a mask yeah. as well actually Kira got us some so no it's Sligo um, that's, the, that's peaking at the minute did you see that no and they were the ones that had like two weeks in a row without any cases yeah apparently a, a family came back from was it Iraq or something they were stuck over there since February and they came back picked up by their uncle drove home they had it gave it to the uncle who drove him home the uncle then visited his parents or something gave it to them and apparently there's a, like 18 cases from that particular Jesus. one but Jesus while, while we're talking COVID like the, <coughs> the story from the, the list in your boy again of the Indian wedding the famous Indian oh, wedding God, yeah. have you heard about this yeah so a groom on his wedding day feeling quite poorly high temperature coughing uh, the sweats everything all all the high touch points of a COVID <laughs> symptom effectively. after all the months of stuff about COVID if I wake up with a cough I'm, I'm like oh shit I've got COVID do you know what I mean and this guy wakes up with a fever as well like good lord fever coughing literally everything you could think of taste loss of smell everything on his wedding day decides to go ahead with the marriage in front of however many people he died two days later and there has been over 100 reported cases from that oh it's up last I checked it was 80 it's over 100 now yeah holy shit that is insane like if, if you only listen to the list in your boy for what one reason it should be for stupid people that segment yeah, every amazing. week where Jimmy Van tells three stories and you will not believe that they're true but they are but they are like it's true it's a great show a wedding right now like anyway like i know two people that have had supposed to have weddings in the last couple of months and you reschedule it till later like you have to oh 100 yeah. like you can't my friends have done the same yeah and one guy uh, when the start of the covid thing um as we know i was working in the travel industry for a brief little period there before the world turned upside down <laughs> uh i know a guy i got i was quite friendly with him uh he was getting married and he was like fuck man we had to we had to push the wedding back to next year because of all this stuff and i'm like yeah that's the least of your troubles my friend we're all about to get fired i think i'd be more concerned about losing my job at the moment but how are you going to pay for this wedding next year without a job but look at i had the foresight others didn't uh, okay. So you're getting married next year then, Steve, yeah? Lol. We've got here. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Lol. Give, give she hasn't got down on one knee and, and asked for my hand in marriage, so I don't, I don't know how this is going to happen without her asking me, you know? Uh, let's see. Two bit Santos two. Escobar. Two bit oh my God, yes. Two bit wedding. Pints will be drunk. Oh, God, yeah. Santos Escobar comes out of the ring. Uh, alongside of his oh stupid fucking thing he was out with his friend Mendoza smooth it's still funny here I'm kind of taking the piss of it <laughs> Joaquin Wild uh, yeah so it's a promo it's interrupted by Drake Maverick and Beatdown and Breezango make the save and it's a six man tag next week what's the name they're calling the, the, the group now it's Legado del Fantasma yeah I like that name I'm starting to warm to them as well. I, I was very critical of them since they took off the masks. I still think they could keep them on somewhat. Um, but he's a very good speaker, uh, Escobar is. You know, mm. he, you know obviously, he, he won everyone over with his performances in the ring during the tournament. Everyone kind of said, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. He's good, and he's good at the graps. But he, the fact that he can speak and he's not Andrade, I think <laughs> you're so far. I 
damn you Joey numbers <laughs> ruined Andrade on me all I hear is Charlotte that's <laughs> all I hear is Joey numbers doing Andrade every time he opens his mouth <laughs> oh lord um, so yeah that's happening I was surprised it wasn't like Kushida and Jake Atlas but sure they might have COVID that who knows who's around these days I was exactly the same I was like why are Brizango coming out like I was waiting for Jake Atlas to come out as soon as Drake entered the ring I was like okay clearly Jake Atlas is coming out next and maybe one other makes no sense but fair enough go for it didn't, did they interfere in a Brazango match at some point or something? Wasn't oh, there maybe. something with the the tag title match or something? No, that was Cher and um, Only Larkin and Danny Birch. Okay. Yeah. Look, they might they might literally have COVID, you know, or being exposed. Well, then again, they've always been they've all been exposed to people with COVID, but yet the store or the the shows continue. Uh, and then there was the brawl, as you mentioned earlier on. Uh, Cameron Grimes is interviewed backstage and claims himself the number one contender <laughs> saying that he will face the winner of next week's winner takes all I doubt that no, somehow that ain't happening. can we take no. a minute to appreciate Mackenzie great great career she's a great person yeah uh, and, <laughs> and then you had the women's title match Io Shirai against Sasha match. Banks before mm-hmm. this oh sorry sorry I just I, I reading my notes in uh, or somebody else's notes from some <laughs> random website NXT women's champion Io Shirai that's where I got it yeah before this sure. match there was two video segments I don't know if you watched them um the killer cross one sorry carrying mm. oh yeah very good yep but it was I still feel like I should put the my the end of the year at the end of all this promo segments because I still love yeah <laughs> That was completely overshadowed by a fantastic video package for Adam Cole and Keith Lee. It was mm. Sean Ryan levels good. Well, they 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 build it as what's the thing they always call the things before the takeovers, the little kind of the, the YouTube things they usually do. I can't remember the name of it. Hmm. Oh, I'm not gonna remember it's right. Road two. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically road. Yeah, they they build it as that. So whatever they call those things, I'm gonna blank on the name right now. I can't think of what. I'm not sure I know what you mean kind of like a preview okay. ah well I'm gonna oh, yeah, that word and I'll share that word excellent that was so so good yeah. now at the same time on TNT and USA Network a white car came on screen right with people in it just happened to be a dog in Sasha's car and Trent's mother just at the exact same time both shows this is happening the same entrance very funny uh, how these things work out counter programming well, yeah um, good match prime target what do you make of it Fitz prime target yes because yeah it was prime Very... target prime target for the takeover UK is the one Sean Ryan did the one for Walter and Pete, uh, Tyler Bate it's very WWE needlessly wordy, isn't it? Yes. Prime target. <laughs> so they, they build it that before they cut to it, so I figured it, I, I, I was expecting it to be good. Yeah, oh, that was excellent. It was probably one of the best sure. packages WWE have done in a while. I'm sure they're really pumped that one of the developmental people went and fucking posted results on his yeah. Instagram. <laughs> fucking idiot. I, I saw rumours uh, it was your man, one of your mans from the guys from Hindu uh, Share. I don't know. Oh, I don't okay. know if that's true or not. But I saw something about that. I'll, I'll look up the name because it. I mean, it's a screenshot from his Instagram. It's yeah. right there. I'll look. I'll look it up because uh, you should not. 
<laughs> I already know what happened, but unfortunately, I wish I didn't. This women's Fitz, match what did you make in the match? Was hella good. Yeah, it was. I I enjoyed this no end, and then the finish, the finale, legitimate chef's kiss. <laughs> I like I, I rightfully criticize NXT a lot for for how they book a lot of their matches, and being left underwhelmed at a takeover promoted level event this delivered in a, in a main event of a takeover level event this delivered oh yeah like it, it, uh, the ending was Oscar coming out missed in the face yeah that wasn't the finish though which I liked there was actually some like moves hit afterwards because I don't like it when it's like that oh. stuff in the ends it was yeah the upward palm strike that EO delivered so oh shucky ducky yeah it, it's one of the lads from Indusher yeah or Indusher Sharav Gurjar Mm-hmm. Guy on the left. Well, he's fucked. <laughs> so much. One, for one of the sure. lads. They had a good run. Yeah, they're they're a good run of a few weeks there. <laughs> Malcolm Bivens um, reassigned. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I feel bad for him. Uh, people on Twitter saying the tape two endings, but maybe <laughs> they probably did now. Are they probably announced so, now that they have or leaked it so that people won't? Be yeah, yeah. They're, gonna, they're literally going to have to. I think they might change it. <laughs> to be honest, but, uh, sure look at. Uh, but yeah great old match what do you think of it Steve uh, very good um, I think you're setting up a tag match probably for next week's show or that would have been taped yesterday so Asuka and Io against Io versus Bailey oh, and Sasha oh, probably could they just slot Io into Kyrie slot Wonder. maybe yeah maybe brand to brand invitational yeah <laughs> yeah what happened to that <laughs> Uh, it's been unofficially killed, but yeah. I, <laughs> apparently the idea was thrown out. It was started off, but uh, at the time, Heyman and uh, Bruce Pritchard couldn't agree on anything, so it was basically just scrapped. But now Bruce Pritchard is tired of it all, so we could do it. But yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Uh, three weeks, three weeks it did. SRS, was but they forward. could have easily done. But they never mentioned COVID by name ever on the show. So they could have easily said due to the pandemic. Um, we were to restrict travel. Current, we're all one brand now. Current circumstances. So, if you wrestle, you've got to take two weeks off or something. They could have easily done that. So, so the brand split is split is paused. Blah blah blah. Logic. But, no. mm-hmm. but Sasha Banks is the MVP of all of WWE for the last six weeks. And she's quite good. She's been delivering. People, people say Bailey or Oscar. Um, for the last six weeks, you know, for if you're talking the whole year in total, I'd say Asuka definitely. Bailey's been delivering big time. Couldn't criticize her at all. But I think just Sasha's taken it to a whole new level because she's been doing it all. She, you know, she's been doing the the kind of the commentary work, the promo work, the but mainly she's been the one doing the work in the ring. She's been the one winning the match, telling the stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not to say that the others aren't doing good at what they're doing it's just that Sasha's excelling at what she's doing yep 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 anything else from NXT can't think about what they announced Mercedes Martinez is debuting next week oh yeah re-debuting yep re-debuting well yeah they said returns is what they actually said but yeah and there's the women's street fighters next week as well isn't that it's the troops and me uh, Yim there we go words are hard and you've got Priest and that laughing fucking Egypt 
Um, Cameron Grimes. I, I, I know he's... <laughs> I know his gimmick is to make people dislike him, but he's not getting the, you know, I hate him heat. He's getting the, just get the fuck away from me heat. He's getting the Baron Corbin heat. <laughs> Used to be called Xbox heat. Now it's Baron Corbin heat. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, Xbox just got old and it was like, oh, he's kind of cute now that he's old. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, but uh, the... I know the counter-programming was kind of last minute by them and they definitely wouldn't have pulled the trigger on giving Timothy Thatcher's first match under his new kind of gimmick away so quickly and so early but that delivered NXT was a hell of a good show this week it was yeah very good um, uh, yeah I think uh, oddly like look just at the cards obviously we know NXT was last minute put together for these things but the card overall looking at it for both weeks yeah. NXT is way better even on paper than AEW's ones that they've been building really for is. weeks yeah here's something I want to bring up then I always say you know there's all these tag matches and blah 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 and they seem to have three tag matches every week now at what point do you just get rid of this fucking thing with Page and Hangman pay it off quicker than you would have originally planned to give yourself two more single stars because they seem to be just booking tag matches because they haven't got a whole lot of singles matches to put on they need this Kenny needs to step up yeah. basically like uh, I saw someone tweet a tweet during the week I can't remember who it was uh, saying like search Kenny Omega's name the, the, on, YouTube, on the Google like trends and stuff oh yeah the highest he's ever been has been around Wrestle Kingdom and since then it's just been down like it's just been yeah. low like he should be now that he's on a major stage and actually on weekly TV you know like that his name should be right up there and the fact that they, they haven't used him right despite the fact he's booking himself it's yeah it's so insane he needs to be in the main event uh, title picture and soon. Completely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we, we, no, pe- people shout you down when you say shit like that on Twitter, though. You're like, oh, he's doing this great thing with Hangman. You're like, yeah, great, but they're struggling. They need they need more single stars. They have yeah. plenty of tag teams. They don't need another put together tag team. They don't need them. Yeah, yeah exactly. The champions of all things. Now, you'd have to worry, or not even worry about, uh, wonder, I suppose, the right word, if COVID hadn't happened, or how... It, would booking have been different because I don't think so well I, I probably do because I didn't have the young books there for a good chunk I'd say that probably affected it because they probably would have paid something off there plus ultimately we all see the kind of breakup of that tag team being either Kenny or Hangman turning on one another sorry I've misunderstood you do you mean that they would broke up would have happened the breakup would have happened a bit sooner yes Sorry, I misunderstood you. Yeah, carry on. Sorry. Um, so I, so I, I think he, he, they were probably trying to hold off and kind of delay that a little bit longer to see if they could get live crowds back because that turn or that moment would have been an iconic moment in their young history that they wanted to try capitalize on it as best they can. And when that happens or as soon as that happens, immediately then you've got a rocket strapped to somebody, whether it's Hangman yeah. in a heel turn or Kenny on his face run. And also you have to consider who's going to be champion that they're going to go up against. Moxie's been fairly underwhelming in terms of being a champion because he hasn't had much to work with yet. You know, he's had Hager, he's had Brody uh, Lee. Brody Lee. So he's like, he hasn't been dealt a fair hand either. So if you... But the thing is though, they've already done the Moxley-Omega match. Yeah. They did, but there's a caveat beside it because it was kind of an unsanctioned, hardcore exhibition style match for want of a better term 
so they you know they could easily bring that back into story because now there's a belt on the line shit's more serious I don't know I definitely would have liked to have seen him do it earlier uh, there's scope to do it now I, I just get it done really at this stage they don't literally get, on them anymore. get get the belts right onto FTR and then they have that whole thing where the Revival won the titles before the Young Bucks in the Young Bucks own company and that's the story they're definitely going to tell yeah um, they need Hangman in a singles role they need Omega in a singles role if you think about it I know maybe it's just because all I see them do is, ta- is tag team matches these days like literally 50% of every show is a tag match so I don't they consider that to be their best division NXT probably consider their women's division to be their best division and both shows are putting on what you know there's always way more women's matches in WWE these days but there needs to be something with the singles division AEW it really is struggling for me yeah, I think there's nobody there jumping out for me. Like I think my favorite match so far in AEW has been Pac versus Omega. Yeah, probably. Yeah. The, the two out of three yeah, falls. That, that was last man standing. Through, like whatever it was, the the, the long the one that went like half an hour or whatever it went. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was on TV. That wasn't even on Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Iron Man, yeah. yeah. Half an hour. Iron Man. <laughs> it was like yeah, it yeah. went half an hour. Like. I went half an hour but yeah. it was <laughs> I thought it was two out of three falls but I might still be having PTSD from the two out of three falls there overall uh, <laughs> do you remember like, all the crazy wacky excuses they'd come up with to make it a two out of three falls match oh fantastic but Great like yeah, they need to that's the singles division that's two people you need to build your singles division but obviously Pac right now is stuck in England so they got to get him mm-hmm. soon so he's obviously not in the play so Omega is there use him I think that pack would be able to come back soon enough because aren't they bringing this green list in that there's going to be certain travel allowed between certain countries so I think that the UK and US will be allowed to travel between each other I would only assume that they're <laughs> the <going> COVID bridge <laughs> <laughs> literally a bridge between the most countries affected by COVID um, but like if you're AEW you bring pack over on the first plane and you know mm-hmm. you put him in a hotel give him his own butler give him whatever he wants because you know he's the guy that, that, that remember that promo package that they aired for him maybe a month or so ago and it was probably the best thing on the show oh that, yeah uh, that was fucking money shot like, they're they're not they don't have a, a kind of an array of luxuries or a, a, a luxury of riches that they can kind of you know be able to afford to be without their top stars for too long the likes of NXT or anyone else can because NXT can always pull from the main roster if they need a bit of star power every once in a while mm. NXT's roster is insanely stacked exactly yeah, so we're sitting there in the performance that not in the performance that right now obviously but normally certain mm. performance that are just twilling yeah. it could be easily on TV AEW's yep. main roster in terms of notoriable names or notable names is a short list to be fair yeah they, uh, they and it's mainly the elite exactly they haven't been around long enough to to have established stars of their own making they're getting there with the likes of MJF and uh, Jungle Boy Luchasaurus Wardlow they're getting there but that just takes time mm. but the, the one point Nick made there before is that NXT delivered this week uh, and both cards look absolutely stacked and they probably will be a better show again next week it's, it's because of that that it's frustrating on the weeks where they don't deliver when you know that they should be able to do better it's the same with the main roster at any point they could put on the best show possible they just couldn't be arsed yeah and that- yeah it's it's literally it is you're like eh it's the way they're writing you keep hearing about it it's they write for Vince so that their day is made easier 
And I can't blame them for that. If my life is made miserable by by this company, I'm just going to do whatever it is that makes it less miserable. And the less miserable thing is to write things you know Vince is going to like so you don't have to rewrite anything. And that's the whole problem with the company. And Bruce Pritchard, who was out of the company as of what, a year ago? He still wasn't working for the company? About that. Two years ago, whatever it is. Now he's running the whole fucking thing. Only because he writes what Vince likes. He's the ultimate yes man. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always has been. I said it before when we started. I love the podcast and where he go into all the things. You can tell even from the way he used to describe it in his podcast, he was 100% behind most of the ideas that he derides. Mm hmm. But like I said at the, at the very beginning of the Wednesday Night Wars that when I was always going to consider NXT versus Dynamite, I couldn't hold them to the same standard because of the, the fact that AEW is literally a startup with a few people that people would know and they're going to be the building talent, whereas NXT is already an established program in the biggest company in the world with the biggest rosters in the world. I was always going to hold NXT to a higher standard. This week, they massively delivered. But because of that, other weeks when you know that they can deliver so much better and they don't, I'm more disappointed by that than AEW not kind of reaching the levels that they're capable of. If you can hear where I'm coming from with that. No, I know what you're saying, yeah. Um, yeah, but I think there's, yeah. AEW needs, a, it's amazing to say it, they're running around like on TV for like six or seven months or whatever. It needs to be shaken up a little bit. Really a year now. Of, is it? Well, October. Was it, was it October? Yeah, ah, look, it's there a long time. Um, yeah, no, I'd like to see, as I said again, you need to use Kenny Omega. Yeah. WWE wouldn't book Kenny Omega as bad as Kenny Omega books Kenny Omega. I know it sounds like a challenge for WWE to do that, but I know where, in hindsight, I know where I wanted him to go looking back now. You would have had a fucking WrestleMania match with AJ or something out of it. But sure, look at Didn't Moxley sign a contract as well? It could have done something similar where Moxley's contract was he had an opt-out at six months. WWE probably could have got a few of these guys if they'd given them that option. They probably would have stayed. Look at ratings. Um, AEW 32.8 to NXT. Um, AEW 7.48. NXT 7.92. So NXT won for the second week in a row. Unless you're Chris Jericho. <laughs> I got very salty on Twitter. It's all about the demo. I love you, Chris. It's about the demo. I love you. The only thing anyone gives a shit about. I love you, Chris, but come on now stop it <laughs> you're a 50 year old man um, the only thing that would have made Jericho's tweet better was if it was replied underneath the Alvarez tweet which is always my favourite part of the week <laughs> the cesspool underneath fucking uh, Alvarez tweeting the ratings um, yeah there's a bit of a, an upswing I'd imagine it'll be NXT winning again next week more than like well with the spoiler out there there might, maybe. might a bit yeah and people love Orange Cassidy. He always does well in ratings and YouTube views. And, oh, I, I reckon and same with Jericho. going to be good. Yeah. And I reckon you put that on last. Yeah. Well, is there any title match? Oh, there's no title match next week because Moxley and Cage is off. So. That's it. The eight man. Probably open. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I, mean. I wonder what Cody doing under open challenge, maybe. 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 Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if the spoilers um, affect it and it affect NXT next week. It might do. And in which case, that guy is fucked. <laughs> if, they, if, if NXT lands in with 500,000 viewers next week, they're in a lot of trouble. That tag team is nixed. You're gone. Like, um, I'm not surprised NXT won this week. Obviously, the, the, the lineup they'd announced, I would have been shocked again if they, they didn't win it 
on the regular team mm. with the whole Keith Lee triple threat match the week before. But to be fair, it's actually good numbers for both shows, all things considered. They're, so they're, I, they're both up. I consider that a fairly strong week for both. Like the, in, la- in, the last three weeks have been stronger terms. than most of the ones for the last three months. In Overall, the COVID provided. era. Yeah. They're all, yeah, it's look, it's better. It's better than nothing, you know. Um, the ratings, obviously, they both of these shows don't deserve to be this low in terms of numbers. Losing to guys' grocery games, which that's the true Wednesday night war. <laughs> which one of these shows beats guys' grocery games? Um, but yeah, so NXT wins this week. Uh, our score then we're currently twenty to nineteen in favor of NXT in terms of uh, our ratings of the show. I will say NXT this week. I'd say it'll be a full house. Yeah, I think so. I already typed it in. I knew it would be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So 21 to 19 for NXT. So that they were level. AEW won our ratings for like six or seven weeks in a row or something to get it back to 19 all. But now NXT started. NXT don't get But yeah, other than that, eight in a row, I think. Yeah, AEW had a great run there for a while. It was really, really good show. Not that it's a bad show now, but no. Like during that time, I would say that AEW was consistently good, whereas NXT was underperforming. It was flat. Yeah, it really was. They, there was nothing exciting about it. I think uh, in your house turned things around for them a bit. It helps when you've got something to work towards, and mm-hmm. also, like you said earlier, when WWE want to give a shit, they can really pull it out of the out of their arse. Like, yep. Remember the Saudi Saudi SmackDown. Great oh, fucking show. Amazing. <laughs> Last second. Fly people in. Uh, Fly the bed. <laughs> See, it could be done. Me- mechanical issues. <laughs> That's what it was. Now we know for real that it wasn't. That was a good day for everyone. Um, Raw then. It was all right. It's just on, you know. It was on television. It happened. It was on my laptop when I was playing Pro Evo. <laughs> 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 uh Almas and the, the lads, they, they can't get a win. They they finally win a match, right? They defeated the Viking Raiders. We can talk about the booking there. The Viking Raiders have been a pillar of the show for months. And then they lose last week to the Prophets. Lose this week again to Almas and uh, Garza, who then on the same show lose to the big show. In a handicap match. In a handicap match. The loss in Gobernable is the performance centre they have I have rarely seen a team or an individual booked this highly on the card and they're on so many segments every night and then they can't buy a win they always beat these guys this is horrendous booking oh good lord just think about it from the tag team division side of things profits and raiders months now whether you like the segments or not you know they had a great match last week I thought the raiders have just been boom they're out they're gone can't even beat a team who lost a handicap match later in the same show. Like, what the fuck? Like, it, it's so weird because they booked Angel Garza to effectively win that match kind of on his own with the way the story was being told. And the fact that he got the win over Eric, you know, with his wing clipper move was, was fairly impressive, to be honest. But then you're like, okay, maybe they've turned a corner. Maybe they're, they're, they're airing their grievances, putting it back together, and they're going to be stronger. No, they they just shit on them again. Yep, mm-hmm. they're like they're they're doubling down on their shitting of this team. 
if if we didn't think that WWE were already a racist organization, that the booking of Monday Night Raw would kind of reinforce that belief. Jesus. <laughs> like oh, I, I know I know we now got two Mexican stables of three people. Uh but uh if do you think we should add think this think they should still add Humberto Correa here and make it a proper three person team? Mm. Yes, so I think what they're going to do is split Garza oh, and Andrade. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. I hope they don't because I love that team. But yeah, like they could literally be the tag team of Eddie Guerrero. You know, the lying, the cheating, the stealing, as mm. a unit with fucking Zelina Vega as their business manager or whatever you want to call her. Like it's it's easy money. Like I I would tune into a show if I knew that they were going to be booked on it not with their current booking but if they were being booked as a strong unit on a show that would be more inclined to make me want to watch the show that's why I'd like I'd, I'd like a wish Carrillo as well so he'd have a tag team and a singles and then a manager yeah I think that's the the best option for that group but no and Carrillo needs Carrillo needs someone to speak for him yeah. so and it's all going to break up and they're all going to be singles and Selena's just going to have to choose who she goes with who's going to Alistair Black be because guys like another women <laughs> I would yeah. say that actually um, Humberto spoke this week and he wasn't too bad. Yeah. Like, to be fair, I mean, between the ropes, bar, between the ropes, Humberto Carrillo is one of the best that they have. Yeah, he's good. He, like, he, he if you good. watch what he does, he is so crisp in his, his movement and everything he delivers. And like, if you're talking on a, on a, on a linear scale between excellent and awful, uh, you've got Humberto at one end of the scale and you got Nia Jax at the other end of the scale that's how good he is he's the, the opposite to Nia Jax yeah yep I'm kind of liking the MVP um, Apollo Crews thing really? yeah I don't know there's something about it just kind of drawing me in maybe it's just because MVP is just good on the mic and stuff you know I, I don't need any more fucking talk show segments for the love of Christ end this trope of fucking talk show segments but the VIP um, Steve Yes, the VIP lounge. Yeah, um, but then yeah, that that led to. I just like the whole the, the whole way they're going with it. I think you probably have to give Lashley the US title at this stage. What kind of killed him? With, Steve, Steve, the, the champion was pinned on TV. I have a segment coming up for that. Don't worry. <laughs> it's called Champions Pinned on TV this week. Ding, ding, ding. I'm going to get that sound effect. It's going to be perfect. <laughs> uh, Raw Women's Champion Oscar pinned by Sasha on Raw. US Champion Apollo pinned by MVP, MVP on Raw. Ding, ding, ding. And that was this week's Champions Pinned on TV this week. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Um, you had the whole the thing going through the show was Dolph with. Um, Sasha going against that was the double contract signing thing which mm. amazingly descended into violence it was a different type of violence yeah. though it opened with violence that's true that's true the show came up with violence yeah they didn't even have chance to do it Samoa Joe just standing there like almost encouraging it it was great <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was Ziggler and Sasha against Drew and uh, Asuka hooray Steve Steve what did you think of Peyton Royce being able to do the wrestling yeah, the spinning brain buster thingy. Mm. Yeah. Definitely not an accident waiting to happen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I can't give her any praise. I she hate the iconic. Wrestle. She did a good wrestle. She did a good wrestle. No, she did. She's better than Billy Kay. 
definitely need to get her away from them. Just kill the Iconics. No, don't kill them. Kill the Iconics as a team. <laughs> That's before anyone misquotes me there. <laughs> they're so entertaining, though. I love the Iconics. I hate them. I hate them so oh. very much. Um, but yeah, no, she... Um, it's a cool finisher that they're going with. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hopefully, Can't nobody dies. So you give that to Nia Jax. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Um, maybe that's what they're doing maybe this is the booking maybe she actually, actually does give that to Nia Jax but instead of brain buster she literally breaks her neck <laughs> maybe this is how they put Kyrie Sane out <laughs> the Peyton Rice in, uh... although it would be good if that's the way they're going to write Kyrie Sane off it would be a good way to establish a finisher for somebody if somebody has a new finisher they want to use how could be a good way to do it kill the woman with it <laughs> <laughs> it is actual murder not the Jimmy she woke kind. Up wrestling in Japan and nobody asked questions. That's how good it was. <laughs> uh, uh got his baby back. 37 oh. time champion or something. Portozawa. Uh, Portozawa. I don't know. He needs he needs a giant or ninja. Clearly the ninjas aren't getting it done for him. <laughs> the world's most most giant ninja. Yeah. The, the, the big show in Raw and 2020 I'm okay with it because he's only there to get punted in the head yeah yeah I got next week 100% mm. I yeah. not too much collateral damage from it like of Angel Garrison and Andrade but he, as long as he's there gets punted in the head and goes away again that's absolutely perfect booking I can see it now Randy Orton backstage with Charlie and he says Charlie do you consider the big show to be a legend I do I do too and then there you have it. Yeah, he already did that. I think this week. Yeah, he did, he did that. Yeah. Did they do it this week? Maybe that was last week, or was it Rick Flair? No, done. That was the Christian thing. Yeah, it was Christian. They it's did done it for Big Show too. And I feel, but yeah, I um, it was done for Big Show too. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Maybe it has. Yeah, but well, that was another thing. Um, Rick Flair, <sighs> at seventy-one years old, in the fucking COVID center. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> what are they doing? I was like seriously why the fuck would you fly him in for that what? Like, you're, you're missing the entire point here lads Rick Flair cannot be killed like, no, oh, look at like, man's yeah. life if you look <laughs> at that man's life he has survived being swapped at birth he has survived a plane crash he has survived fucking hosting Space Mountain for 50 years <laughs> he has survived sleeping with 10,000 women and he has survived Fucking being Ric Flair for 71 years. Uh, Nothing could kill that man. But in in actuality, right? He's a 71-year-old man who nearly died last year or the year before. He's got severe heart problems and he hasn't exactly looked after himself over the years. <laughs> what is he doing? I know they asked him to go, to go there, but it doesn't mean he should have gone there. Do you know, it's... Oh, Rick. Never that could have been done via a recorded promo. Yeah, really could have. Unless they were taping two Raws and maybe there's a bigger thing for him on, quote, next week's show. I don't know, but... Good God. Yeah. Probably time to start wrapping things up, I think. Not much else left to talk about. Yeah. Wrestling was okay this week. Yeah. Around. Best match? I'm going Larkin and uh, Timothy Thatcher. I loved it. I go main event of NXT, uh, EO and Sasha. Just, I couldn't criticize it in any way, shape, or form. 
I'm going to go tie between the two of them. <laughs> just to knock the hook either way. No, I love both of them. I, I actually, I, I was delivering a wish to pick between the two. So, I, yeah, either or. They're yeah. both great. I, I went with the other one because it surprised me about how good it was. You know, oh, I, I, I didn't think it would be as highlighted as... I got it I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think they'd go that way. I thought it would be a very WWE style match. I didn't think they'd let them go and do that. So I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, worst match? Um, was on Raw. I'm just trying to think of Raw. <laughs> versus Eli and Robert Stone? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. An honorable mention for MVP beating... Um, Apollo. Um, best segment and worst segment. I really need to start taking notes for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of going out. I've just picked mine as we talk about them. Uh, best segment, probably the. Would you consider the video package yeah, a segment? Prime target, prime target. Takeover yeah. next week. That or Asuka appearing on Takeover Great American Bash and missing Sasha. Mm. I know it's kind of. Uh, an element of our best match or an element of my best match but yeah. in its own right it's, I think it's the moment of the week possibly for me cool and worst segment fuck there wasn't a whole lot of bad shit this week uh, Rhea Ripley yeah it's a match though yeah, do you know it's not like a segment is separate um I kind of, I was going to say bad because it led to what happened to Andrade and Garza, but you were a big show. I was like, sorry guys, I'm pulling rank. I'm going out there now. Cameron Grimes That's backstage right. promo. Boom. There you go. Done. <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have Gordo here to defend him. Yeah, true. <sighs> He's got a hat. That's his, that's his gimmick. Oh, well, there's a Simpsons intro for me. He's got a hat and he laughs. Oh no, she's got a new hat. Um... But yeah, as always, you can find us uh, wherever you're listening now. Just hit subscribe. Done. That's that wrapped up. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's iTunes, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, all that stuff everywhere. Um, if there's any any of those things have a rating system, give us a five star one, preferably Apple, please. If you have an Apple account and you hate us, just rate us five stars so more people can get to hate us. You get triple XP. Yeah, triple XP. Um, we're also on Wrestling Soup Network uh, with a pile of other shows on top of the soup themselves, so uh, give them a listen. And www.canvastheory.com. Use code AWP for 10% off your entire order. Shipping to US now, coming soon to Europe after the COVID. So next week is episode 150. Hey! Hooray! Hey. I'm a genius! Oh, I wanted that to be That's Tremendous. Let's see. That's tremendous! There it is. That is tremendous. That was episode 150. Uh, we don't know what's wouldn't it be just typical the fucking week where we have to change the day and it's on <laughs> episode 150 it's the start of the next 150 on a Saturday night or whatever time yay yeah well do you know what it's, it, it might work out well for the Saturday thing we'll get a few drinks not that we often drink on the air no um, never but you know we'll just get drunker on the air next week uh, for episode 150 of the mainline show uh, I don't know what we'll do we did a big thing for episode 100. Uh, Tommy Podcast called in. That was very nice of him. 6-9. Uh, with all the lads. All of our friends at the show were there. <laughs> I forgot about 6-9 being on for episode 6-9. <laughs> Hello. This is 6-9. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Well, any plans for episode 150? Circle any back. Thoughts? 
Circa, oh yeah. Gotta bring Circa well, back. She's been put out to pasture. No, she works for iRadio now. <laughs> um. <laughs> fatal Deviation review. Oh, live <laughs> fatal deviation, a live streaming of Fatal Deviation. Oh my And reaction. God. Have you ever made it the whole way through, Fitz? So I remember I put it on once and you watched five minutes and gave up on it. <laughs> like most people. Abort all the babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, next week will be episode 150. So uh, keep an eye on the wrestling or on our Twitter, which is at 2Bit Wrestling for when that is going to be. We may still do it on the Friday night, but it means no Gordo and I'd rather everyone be there for episode 150. So it's probably going to be Saturday now that I think about it. Or late night Friday. Probably going to be. Or late night Friday. But then it's harder for me to do it here in an apartment, though, because I can't be joking and fucking shouting and having the crack at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's a Friday. Fine. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Just keep an eye on the Twitter. We, we'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, B Show then, the 90s B Show that people heard if you were in the chat live on Wednesday. We'll post that on Sunday. So keep an eye out for that. And just yes. Twas a good one. Twas a good one. I listened back to it last night, actually. I haven't edited it yet, but I just downloaded the file and failed deviation. <laughs> oh man, good crack. But yeah, um, for now that's it. Anything else to add, boys? No, no all good. All good. It was uh, an enjoyable week of wrestling, and I look forward to watching the rest of uh, Fighter Fest Night One and seeing what the crack is. Yes, sir. Say good night, oh no. Oh, just no. <laughs> no, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my brother.